This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. That I've always looked up to. To me, she represents what you can accomplish if you believe in yourself, you get out there, and you don't let anything stand in your way. She's directed the cult classics Valley Girl and Real Genius and many hit TV shows such as CSI, The Glades, Psych, and Weeds. And really, the list just goes on. Uh, We also discussed her last star-studded film in Poland called I'll Find You. She was the president of the DGA from 2002 to 2003. And I just really loved our talk. And it was um, I left a lot of stuff in here that was really kind of organic. Didn't want to edit too much. And I was honored to also write her article for Authority Magazine. Uh, She's one of the absolute coolest, if I could say. Martha Coolidge is here. Take a listen. Are you there, Martha? Hi. Hi. Sorry, things were a little confused, but I'm here now. No worries. Hey, I'm happy you're here. That's all that matters. So, am I supposed to have my camera on or what? No, no, don't worry about the camera. Okay. I mean, unless you want to, but I usually just do audio because yeah. sometimes it's better, you know, then people well, aren't people, worried. Yeah, you feel more relaxed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm really excited to chat with you today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Me I want to hear all about your journey into the entertainment world. Oh. And yeah, <laughs> no, it's, I'm sure it's a good one because I know you've Crazy. done so many things and you're originally from Connecticut yes yes which is not the biggest film town of course but it is you know it was a great place to grow up actually really great so did you always know that you kind of wanted to be in the business or at what age did that Uh, no I I actually didn't everybody I knew wanted to be in the business and I thought geez But I ended up being in it. A couple others did too, but mostly it was me. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. It's definitely tough. I know when I was young, I, I wanted to, I guess being an actress was like the thing because I, I produced as well, but I didn't, I didn't know anything else. I didn't know women could produce or direct or right, do any of those right. things. Well, you know? it's short, but uh, they couldn't before generally. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's changed a lot, everything. Yeah. It really has. What? Gosh, I have so many questions for you. I guess, how how did you fall into it? How did you become, you know, the director that you are? Ah, I, well, it was not a, a fall into it. That's for sure. I went to Rhode Island School of Design, which had film because they included it in their early introduction to you know, the arts. And they had a teacher in first year who taught you various things on camera, like camera moves and camera position and movie camera with movie cameras. And he, we also did animation with, oh. our, you know, cutouts from magazines and drawings, right. and whatever we wanted. So that was all good. But then we got more serious and t- started having assignments to make movies about and that was a lot of fun. And it really kind of swept over me. I loved it and mm-hmm. really wanted to do it. So I took on a, a sort of a personal inquiry into that area. And it was very, my son now. Let me just tell you. Don't me worry. 
interview. Hold on one second. <laughs> okay, don't worry at all. Justin, I'm on an interview. I'll call you after it's over. I don't know. I'll call you back. Bye. Okay, very good. Fine. And so it, it was, uh, it, it, I became a, a film major in, it was a sort of a extension. And after my third year, I was so serious that I actually took a leave of absence mm -hmm. and went to New York to continue my studies in film. And then I took a job actually in Canada which was great. That was at the Canadian National Film Board. That's where I wanted to go, but mm -hmm. actually I got a job in television. And that was really interesting, too. The whole thing was interesting. Yeah, you <laughs> learn something new everywhere, I guess, right? It's all different. Do. And I then went back to NYU because I got accepted mm -hmm. in the graduate program. So I went, I went back and and went to NYU, and that was fantastic. That was a great program, very intensive, two years. And you know, when I got out of that, I was ha I started having films in film festivals. So it was, it really, really did get me started. And uh, you know, it was incredible. I mean, there were people who backed me who were like in labs and this and that, and they'd give me keys and I'd go in and learn how to run a camera. Wow. It, was, it, was a, it was incredible. It was a very interesting time to wow. be coming into the business. Yeah. So back then, I mean, there weren't very many women. I'm trying no. to think of who else there is. What no, no, there weren't. Like? And that's why... It, w it I was there, right there, with in the same building. We all had offices. Barbara Koppel and uh -huh. Claudia Weil, and there were so many of us. And we started the Association of I Independent Video and Filmmakers. It was we started lobbying. It was amazing because we weren't represented. Nobody okay. was really paying any attention to us, so we became represented. And. All three of us, of course, have ended up as filmmakers a long mm -hmm. time. So it's very interesting. I, I see them. I've even run into them at the Oscars. <laughs> and you're like, we you did know, it. So <laughs> it, it, it. It is like having gone through a long introduction and working experience. And we came from three different directions. So uh -huh. that was good. Yeah. So you were in New York. And then at what point did you decide to go out to L.A.? Well, I decided when I started making Not a Pretty Picture. In fact, I made Not a Pretty Picture in New mm -hmm. York. But I got a big grant from AFI and a, a private backer, you know, matched it. And so I, I had over $50,000 to make that film. And I made it. And then I was editing it. And... You know, I had connections with the FI. They opened the film at in okay. the Kennedy Center in Washington. Oh, and, nice. you know, so I decided to come out and I applied for an internship with Bob Wise and I got that. So I came out to L.A. and lived in a hotel and went down to the, you know, this big picture. And it was great. I, I met all kinds of people. It was really a great way to get to know some people and then you're right in a working environment and it was really 
it was really really good and and at that moment mgm was very busy oh there i was with a lot of films shooting on the lot and it was terrific how fun i have to tell you i moved to la in, in 99 i think it was and I, I moved to the valley so i i moved to sherman oaks and i remember so vividly renting Valley Girl. I think it was on VHS from like Blockbuster probably. And I'm like, this is so cool. You know, I love 80s movies. So yeah. Seriously still active. People love it. You know, it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think it was about that, about that film that just kind of made it so amazing? And people are still talking about it. Well, I personally, I feel that I'm very connected to the drama and comedy of mm-hmm. teenagers' lives. I mean, it is oh. a very important time of life. Right. And then the story was very simple, so I could elaborate with character and all that stuff. And then I got Nick Cage in it, which was great. You know, the other actors, all fantastic. And... We had a great time. I shot it in a very short period of time. Well, we had 20 days. Okay. Two of those days, the equipment broke down. So we had to have 22 days. And that was, that's short. And it was, and then I had to cut it. And I cut it with an editor. So the two of us edited. And it was, it was great. The whole thing was quick and then went through the whole discovery process of putting together a soundtrack, which was incredible and sort of invented yeah. that bring everybody in on a record deal and, you know, put them on the movies track. And yeah. It was it was great. I mean, I love the thing we put together. And then the mo- the record company didn't come out with it because they had a fight with the distributor. <laughs> oh, no. And, but then later, a company came out with the soundtrack, with the original uh, cracks like on that. it. When they saw how successful it was, I'm sure they yes, were. <laughs> very, 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 very successful yeah. and all. And it was, the whole thing was a glorious adventure. I'm sure. And it has, I mean, just like the locations, everything in it. I mean, I love the Valley. I know it gets kind of a bad rap still. Well, I guess it does, but God knows it does, as you say, have lots of locations Mm -hmm. and all the different, I mean, every kind of location. Yeah. So I live in the Valley and I have horses and Mm -hmm. we go in Hanson Dam and there's rivers and streams and forest. Oh, it's incredible. Even quicksand, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you never know what you might find in the Valley. No, you never know. No, I like it. I still, even when I visit, I go there and I'll stay in like Gora Hills, you know, Studio City, whatever it is. So what was it like working with Nick? Because this this movie, I mean, pretty much launched his career, right? Oh, yeah. And I didn't know him before, which I really? kicked myself about because <sighs> literally I'd been at Zoetrope for several years and yeah. I knew everybody, I thought, but I didn't know him. And he'd been there when I was there. So it was funny that we didn't know each other, but he's he's brilliant. I mean, he's very funny yeah, and a very interesting character. Mm-hmm. He was the youngest person in the movie was um, he really he was yes. the youngest one interesting and he always looks the oldest but he's, yeah. the, he's the youngest and oh. he was you know very creative i i just loved working with him and uh he also even at one point started living in his car because that was sort of part of his character oh. 
Okay. And I got really mad because we didn't have car phones then. I mean, it was like, you know, you can't live in your car. How do we change the car? <laughs> I mean, right. Was, uh, you know, it was one of those kinds of arguments. Yeah. But it was great. And he was terrific in the movie. I loved his uh, enthusiasm and his mm-hmm. attachment to everyone and how we go and have these nighttime talks at at delis in the middle of the night you know oh i love i love the delis in the valley oh my gosh all yeah, of them it was great it was oh, yeah. great so it was Amazing. just and we really got to know the music scene really sounds like and a blast I, I, yeah i had a kid design the costumes <laughs> Did for you? the punks because he he was a real kid and his mother was a costume designer so he mm had the discipline and knew what had to be done. He knew what so was cool. Together yeah. from actual people on the street. I mean, he got the stuff together. How it was cool great. Is that? So awesome. we had a incredible time putting this whole thing together. Amazing. I actually met Nick. It's funny. I was thinking about that yesterday, very briefly, just out somewhere in LA. And he was, he's very sweet. He's very tall. I remember him being very he's tall. He's very tall yeah. and he's very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. And he's, I had to tell him to stop working out because he was so built up. It was really incredible. Huh. And he did. So he did a little, so it, yeah. it was nice. <laughs> and he, he's just a really, really good guy. I loved working with him. Yeah. So, so when you think back, what are the, the moments? Cause you've really worked on so many cool things. I, I'd be here all day asking you about each one of them, which would be fun, but it would, would take a while. So which, which ones kind of stand out to you the most? You mean of the films? Yeah. Or just any projects or films that you've worked on? Oh moments? God. Every one of them has things that are really attractive to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it was Valley Girl was very important because it did introduce me to Hollywood. It was a big transition film, very big. So I knew that was there. And then I did one after that that was more throwaway. That was The Joy of Sex. Not a great movie, but I did use a lot of great actors. And, you know, it was it was something. And then I went into Real Genius, which was a huge yeah. amount of fun. Yeah. That was great. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I had a newish a new guy, Val Kilmer, in it. And that yeah. was amazing. So that one went on longer because it was sort of a bigger film. With, and I had visual effects in it and all kinds of stuff. Then from there, I think I went to Lost in Yonkers, which okay. was a more mature movie. It was with Neil Simon, and it was shot both out of town on location and back in town for the you know for most of the studio stuff. So it was it it was more again more intensive. Had some incredible parts in it. It was it was. It was really great, and it it was trying because it was bigger, and that brought in a lot more active people, and, you know, all of that sort of taught me a lot about that part. And there have been so many since that, you know, another very important one was introducing Dorothy Dandridge for HBO, which was a huge movie, and I really wanted to do it because I really 
had a, a vision about that movie, and I felt, you know, very empathetic toward her and other beautiful women who somehow were subjected to pain in Hollywood. And yeah. that it was really an incredible experience to, to make that film. Yeah. And I've done some since, but the one, then I got more active in television just because there was less film work being done. And I did quite a few CSIs, and I loved yeah. doing that show. It's um, a great show, yeah. And then, but when I did this new movie, I'll Find You, which is a love story set before, during, and after World War II in yeah. Poland. It was such an experience as an American. Shoot in the real places, and people would come out and say, "Oh, I remember when it was just like this." And it was it was incredible because it answered so many questions that I had always had about World War II. We can't really get answers that easily. It was it was really right there that you could get the answers from people. You'd just turn around and talk to them. The locals standing there. Yeah. And then it was it was an incredible experience. It really was. And making that kind of a film, and it was an independent film financed by an individual guy in Europe. Big, big picture. And it, it really, it, it really went in so many directions. And it was filled with music, which was really incredible. I had some wonderful actors. And that was incredible. And it just took forever because, you know, we'd take a break while he'd raise some more money, uh, you know, because he never really got all of it. And right. uh, <laughs> it's know, an expensive it's, thing, movie making. <laughs> yeah, it went like that stop and start, yeah. stop and start. Uh, and then we finally finished. And then, of course, I'm not even talking to them. They're, you know, it's sort uh, of over for you. And they're the ones that are trying to pursue distribution, but that was in the uh, middle of COVID. And oh, God. All of it was very discouraging, and mm -hmm. we're so happy it got released. Yeah, I need to see that. Yes, the it's, cast is I great. Think it's, uh, it's actually streaming. It did show in theaters. I don't know if it is now. I can't tell you, but you could find out in your area. Yeah. But it is streaming I think it's on HBO and maybe some of these other ones. Hulu, okay. Hulu, I don't know. Yeah, uh, so can, many of them. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. send you something, but you should be able to find it. Yeah, I'll check it out. So one last question. What advice would you have for women out there who are you know, thinking about directing and maybe new to the well, business? What would you tell them? Yeah, I think that that isn't going to hamper you. What What I think is very important is that really after all these years i can tell you you're you're sort of either got it in your personality to be a director or you don't yeah mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean you don't want to try and maybe you're sort of halfway there and you can do it like that but it just depends i know that i knew very early that i was a director i just knew it because of me i just way I was with people mm -hmm. and I like to think big and I can I also v am very very involved in empathizing with people and telling story all of that is part of being a director as well as you know the visual presentation and and all of it so it it's 
it's something that completely kept proving itself to me as time went by that I really was a director. You felt it. I knew it from the mm-hmm. beginning. It was just yeah. a matter of proving it. And doing it and getting out there, probably just the more you did, probably the more That's that you, right. You Absolutely. Learned, right? Yeah. Well, you know what, Martha, this was awesome. This was so cool. I was totally stoked. Oh, Still, I'm stoked about interviewing you. So thank you for your oh, time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Have a you great bet. night. Okay, you too. All right. Hey, this is Karina. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes and give us a rating. And you can also see the written article on authoritymagazine.com. In the meantime, stay safe and we hope to see you back here soon.